<laughs> uh, anyway. Maisie, if it wouldn't be terrible audio, you could sit on my lap. Oh, it would be terrible audio, but it would be really cute. Would it be worse than it already is right now? Uh, before I changed my recording background, and I was recording, and the, those chairs were behind me, a lot of the time she would like wake up from a nap mid-recording and pop her head up, and it would just be just over my shoulder. <laughs> and you would see her pop up over my shoulder, and I'm just here like, God damn it. And every time I had a friend on the podcast and they saw her, they would stop what they were doing and be like, oh my gosh, this cute little dog wants the pot. This is her podcast now. <laughs> yeah. Like she, she just has that face that can just like launch a thousand ships. Like it's just the world stops when she tilts her head a little bit. Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the same page. If you don't already know me, I'm your host, Jenna Clausen, lover of books, sympathizer of book-to-movie adaptations, and owner of an embarrassingly long TBR list. Each month, I'll be bringing on a bookish friend or two to discuss some of our current and favorite books, as well as a few recent binge-watches, and to share in a buddy read. Grab a drink, join the discussion, and let's find out if we're on the same page. My guest today is my husband, Nick, returning to the podcast after co-hosting our Favorites of 2020 episode last December, although he also frequently acts as the show's one-man IT department. Nick is getting ready to transition into law school, and while he isn't on Bookstagram, he is very good at Barnes & Noble runs and letting me ignore him when I'm reading. This Instagram husband doesn't have much social media, but you can follow the pod, or tackling underscore TBR, on Instagram to see lots of him in my stories. And with that, let's jump on into the episode. All right! All right! <laughs> well, welcome back to the podcast. I was on this before. You were. Yeah. Yeah. It was very different. I made you sit in a different room then so we could pretend we were not in the same house. Right, and then we, and then we would probably have better audio. <laughs> we, yeah, the audio is not going to be great, but no. it'll be a test. We'll, we'll try it out before a next A learning week. experience. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the sidebar here, what am I going to say in your intro? <laughs> First returning guest... Wow. Right? Just a couple of weeks before my mom was going to be the first re returning guest. I beat her out. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, uh, I have my husband here. I don't. That's me. That's you. I feel really weird. It's weirder not talking to someone on my computer. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like normally I can look at the computer screen and see the person I'm talking to and also be like, oh, that's what I look like on, on the... On the camera, on the video. Now you just got to trust yourself. And, oh, I do not. I do not do that. I'm going to keep turning to the left and have like five chins and not even know until I'm editing. And I'm going to be like, wow, the video just got lost to this episode. I'm going to need you to give your best Oprah, your best Robin Roberts, your best like just interview. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's the, the Oprah yeah, yeah, yeah. meme that, yeah, that yeah. keeps happening right now. The 
anyone not on YouTube. What a great it's audio media. Her like <laughs> turning away from it. Yeah, every, every once in a while, there's at least once each episode where it's like, for those of you not on YouTube, <laughs> so six out of the seven people listening to this right now don't know what just happened. This is what it was. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Uh, do you want to start us off with what you're drinking? Yeah. I am drinking a Negroni, equal parts uh, gin, sweet vermouth, and Campari. It's my favorite cocktail, although I don't have an orange garnish. I, I should have. We're not orange. fancy. Uh, and then do you want to follow up starting us off with telling me what I'm drinking? <laughs> <laughs> because you're my bartender I as well. I am your bartender. Um, <laughs> it is, uh, uh, I don't have a name for it. It's uh, one part uh, elderflower liqueur, St. Germain, uh, one or three parts rosé and topped off with some sparkling water i love that what flavor did you go with for the sparkling water Uh, we only have the mixed berry nice get the last can oh there is a dash of a spark or a strawberry simple syrup in there Ooh, that's probably what i'm getting then sweeter a little sweeter it's nice i see this is what happens he turns to me at night like during dinner or when we're relaxing he's like do you do you want a drink do you want something to drink and i'm like yeah i sure do and he says, cool, what do you want? And I'm like, I don't know, figure it out. <laughs> and sometimes I'll be like, I want something tropical. Or I'll, tonight I was like, I want something kind of like florally. But I'm really, I'm not very helpful. If I went in and did that to a bartender in a bar, they'd be like, what is wrong with you? No, they know exactly what you want. It would, just, it would probably be like <laughs> something gin forward. And that's where you get your like herbal and like florally. We just only had the St. Germain in the cabinet. Fair. Yeah, we didn't have the pretty gin this time, which I never remember what it's called, but it makes everything taste better. Empress. Empress. It's blue and it makes drinks look pretty. I love I love it a lot. Sponsor us. Uh, oh my click god! Click on the microphone. At- <laughs> yeah. Hashtag sponsor me. Can you imagine like <laughs> podcast like seven people listen to <laughs> and Chris Jin? I, I, I is mean, like, it, this is a it. a book club podcast <laughs> sponsored by an alcohol. I just feel like is like oh, that hitting feels a certain right. real house. Yeah, that feels very right for me. Uh, but it does feel like it should maybe be one that people listen to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> that, that's the goal <laughs> so you are joining me this week and next week potentially again coming up soon ish we're not sure about that yet because we are working on moving eventually <laughs> eventually so at some point within the next two months for me and five months for you yeah. we will be moving <laughs> But we don't know when exactly that's happening. So we may be just like pre-recording a ton of episodes for me to play on weeks that I don't have time to record something. Sure. And but the, the trick will be finding topics that I can contribute to <laughs> because we're choosing to read a book I read last year. Yeah. Which, which will be great. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a great book. It'll be a fun discussion and stuff. <laughs> but like I, a two week turnaround for a book is tight. And if we're recording multiple <laughs> episodes, the notion of me reading five books in a week is just it boggles the mind. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I also did just pick up a separate book, not for the podcast, that is over 600 pages long. So I'm not reading that. No, I just mean uh, it's kind of got my focus right now. Uh, so we'll see. But since you segued so beautifully for me, it's almost like you listen to the podcasts in the family. Yeah. <laughs> 
next week, I almost said this week, we're recording at like 9 p.m. And so my brain is just full boggled. Uh, next week, we are going to be talking about... It is called Someone Who Will Love You in All Your Damaged Glory. Uh, I'm not going to be able to show the cover here for YouTube without it glaring. Get your palm behind it and I then know. the camera will focus. Do the like uh, be- beauty, the beauty guru yep. thing. <laughs> no, it's because it's a glare from, from the light to try and make it not look like it's 9 p.m. Um, <laughs> just a funny side note. I always make notes of the title, the author, publishing info, all that in my bullet journal. So I have it all in one place when I'm recording. And the title is so long that I had to go on to two lines in my bullet journal for this title. So it's, it's, it's a, an episode of firsts. It's, it's a big, <laughs> right, it's, big, it's a big deal. One. Um, and then I did not uh, confirm how to pronounce the author's name before we started recording. Probably should have. Is it the last name Waksberg? Uh, Raphael Bob Waxberg. Waxberg. Uh, I was pretty sure about Raphael. Felt good about Bob, but but the last name <laughs> I wanted to double check. It's supposed to be Bob. I, I I never heard him say it. <laughs> Watch that be the one that we're mispronouncing. Uh, <laughs> uh, publisher for this one, I might also mispronounce. Uh, it is Knopf. Publishing group K N O P F Knopf Knopf is it really? It is a hard K yeah. Wild yeah. yeah huh. I don't know why I know that I just do. Yeah I. It's not one of the like ten publishers that I see all the time. Really on uh, the the bookstagram. So I'm branching you out. I did. I know. I did. I did take a peek, and it is uh, an imprint of Penguin Random House. And so I see, Neat. yeah, I see so many other Random House, uh, like, sub-publishers and titles and stuff. But yeah, that's not one that I see all that often. So I would not have, I would have mispronounced that the whole time. How about that? I got you. <laughs> watch, I'm, watch, I'm completely wrong. <laughs> They're like, it's actually noof. <laughs> It's actually a a knife like a, like a knife, but like like <laughs> K N, you know English, <laughs> you know English, Nick. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> copyright year is twenty nineteen, and it is two hundred and forty two pages, not including the acknowledgments. A tight read, yeah. A tight read. A, a normal person could read it in an afternoon. And it took three <laughs> weeks, I think. It, the last book that I picked up that was 200 pages, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I'm going to read this in a day and I'm going to just add another book to the number of books I read this month. It's going to be great. It took me a week to read it because I did not enjoy it. So I kept like putting yeah, it down. get that. <laughs> Luckily anyway. for you, this will not be something that, that'll be hard to read. I'm just a terrible reader. <laughs> Well, it's also short stories. Yes. So even if you're not necessarily enjoying one, it's done in probably max six to ten pages. Uh, and then it goes on to the next one. Yeah, there, there were some shorter ones in there. And uh, I think the longest is maybe about 20 pages or so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not terrible. Yeah. That's one of the best things about collections of short stories, honestly, is I feel like even if you are really not meshing with one of them, you keep it keeps changing and you keep like switching it around yeah so. absolutely yeah uh so this based on the fact that i could not pronounce the publisher or the author's last name was obviously your pick coming out swinging <laughs> i know it's almost like i 
have a podcast and should do my fucking research. It, it sometimes I don't. You, <laughs> sometimes you need more than 20 minutes prep. I know. <laughs> we did choose to do this last night. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, do you want to tell people why you chose this book? No, I'm good. No. Um, so uh, Raphael Bob Waxberg, if you recognize the name, is the creator of uh, the popular Netflix series BoJack Horseman. Uh, which is one of my absolute favorites. I was going to say the one that you always talk about and tell me I need to watch. Yeah. And I, and I'll eventually finish it. Um, <laughs> I, <Relatable. laughs> I, I, I have something undiagnosed, I'm sure. Um, but no, so he's, I've just always admired the uh, sense of humor in that. And just his ability to kind of weed the sentimentality into humor and finding funny in the maudlin and the, heartfelt in the humorous mm -hmm. so i was very interested he came out with a book of short stories and i was right getting it right away um took me a while to pick it up after i bought it but isn't that i feel like i, I feel like that's something i have in common with i was gonna say i would love to say that i do not know how that goes but uh <laughs> looks behind her at her bookshelf read? oh gosh uh we're gonna play a fun game <laughs> In the beginning, when I was getting my, in the beginning of the year, when I was getting my bullet journal ready for 2021, I was like, ah, dip, you know, what would be perfect is to make one of those super cute, like, bookshelf spreads of all of the books on my bookshelves that I haven't read. Uh, I did not count the ones on my bookshelves that I have read, so I don't know if it's miraculously a higher number, but it was like 137. Books. I feel like that's just like setting yourself up for failure heading into a new year. Just like, it's one thing to be like, I'm going to read a hundred books this year. It's another thing to be like, I'm going to read these hundred books this year. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. I'm just doing a fun, like, if I read books that were unread on my shelf, I am coloring them in a certain color for each month. January was like a gray color because I had a gray tone theme. Talking a lot about my bullet journal that, again, nobody can see. This is a podcast, but... Uh, yeah, it's a, it is a very visual medium. But I mean, like, <laughs> even if you're, like, prepping that list, you can't be, like, held to account when a Bridgerton comes along and you need all eight books right away. I don't want to talk about it. I have, <laughs> <laughs> I have not added those to my unread shelf, like page in my bullet journal sure, i sure. i'm only doing the books that i had on like when it switched to midnight <laughs> on new year's eve the ones that i already had they're on the list and I mean, some of them are yours like this is on there sure i mean they took so long to find all those books it was it was a multi-trip endeavor uh, yeah, this is the part where i just like make fun of you for, yeah this is fun for me uh, <laughs> Bookish banter doesn't have a set format, so I can say whatever I want. Damn it! <laughs> uh, I forgot that I was going to make you read the inside flap. I have, I have my hands full. Nicholas, what? <laughs> I get to sit back and drink my drink. Yeah, drink your drink while I figure out how to do this. <laughs> I believe in you. I will not talk so that your mic won't pick me no, up. No, you're good. I'm trying to figure out how to like hold this so that it is visually oh and auditorily. It is very visually visual. appealing right yeah, now. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like I'm ready to settle in by it's the It's like you're doing side. it for the gram. Oh, oh for the gram. <laughs> how about that? You good you got this. 
He narrates audiobooks, y'all. <laughs> After much practice and hours and hours of work. From the creator of the beloved and universally acclaimed television series BoJack Horseman, a fabulously offbeat collection of short stories about love, the best and worst thing in the universe. Written with all the scathing dark humor that is a hallmark of BoJack Horseman, Raphael Bob Waxberg's stories will make you laugh, weep, and shiver in uncomfortably delicious recognition. In A Most Blessed and Auspicious Occasion, a young couple engaged to be married is forced to deal with interfering relatives dictating the appropriate number of ritual goat sacrifices for their wedding. Misconnection M for W is the tragic comic... We'll just edit it in post. Oh, I'm leaving all of this in. Cool. <laughs> what great audio for everybody. <laughs> what fun times. Missed Connection M for W is the tragicomic tale of a pair of lonely commuters eternally, fa- eternally failing to make that longed... F- oh, Jesus Christ. It's 9 p.m. Don't give yourself too much grief. <laughs> it's been a long day. Eternally failing to make that longed-for contact. And in More of You Than You Already Are, a struggling employee at a theme park of dead presidents finds that love can't be genetically modified. Equally at home with the surreal and the painfully relatable, and both at once, Bob Waxberg delivers a killer combination of humor, romance, whimsy, cultural commentary, and crushing emotional vulnerability. Take it back. I love it. I love you. Just rest assured that that was still better than I would have done right now. Uh, I I face-planted so hard several (laughs) times. Yeah. But it was really cute, though. Sure. Although, you trying to tell me what I'm going to edit out? <laughs> Please. Yeah, it's hard work, and I don't want to do it. So, <laughs> you do you, boo. So, I get to leave all that in if I want to? If you want to. Oh, cool. I'm sure the, 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 the listeners will love I'm sure they will watching love that. me stumble. Yeah. No, like I said, it's mostly just my mom. And so, she'd be like, oh, my gosh, it's an hour of Nick. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm excited. Like I said, this is one that once you read it last year, you were like, "Girl, you need to read this." And I was like, "Okay, when am I gonna get to that?" Uh, so I'm finally gonna get to it, and that'll be nice. And one nice thing about I'm gonna the, make you get to it. I was gonna say one nice thing about the podcast is it helps me prioritize books that I would not be prioritizing otherwise. Yeah, I mean, that's when you uh, asked me to do it. I uh, just looked at these shelves for like, what what are books that I've read so I don't have to re- uh, read it too <laughs> intensely or like go through go through as much effort? Uh, and what do I think would be a interesting discussion? And uh, what have I like been trying to get her to read? Or what, what is it, something that I know I enjoy that she might not be exposed to? Yeah, absolutely. And this is one that I think I would be more likely to pick up on my own now that I am married to you, but like before we were in a serious relationship or, you know, whatever, I would not have necessarily picked up on my own. I think if I had watched the show, I might have, but it's not, I don't pick up collections of short stories very often. No, and neither do I. I tend to prefer long form narrative fantasy novels with 
entire glossaries in the back and if it, if it doesn't have a map up front i'm not interested right the the map is make or break man it, it, it just <laughs> it just tells you all you need to know i need something that i can constantly be referencing and flipping back and forth and learning more about the lore and just like every every sentence is also like three sentences in one because i need to look it up so what you're saying is that you should read the A Court of Thorns and Roses series no. and join the uh, no. the bonus episode with, with Sabrina and no. Caitlin and I when we get really wine drunk and talk about it. <laughs> We've already talked about this. It's going to happen yeah, eventually. I'm sure. Uh, so, sounds right up your alley. Or I could just be bartender for that. I feel like that would, I would I do, be more ooh, to my skill well, set. Well, I do like that. I, I do like when you play bartender. It is, it is very good for me. Yeah, you make me get in that uniform and just like... <laughs> it's not it, even it's, a bartender. It's, a little, it's like a pool boy uniform. Yeah, it's, it's a little demeaning, but not like... <laughs> like, it, it, it feels like it's all just kind of like playful sexism, you know? It's just fun. <laughs> uh, so, again, what a beautiful segue for me. Thank you so much. Uh, what are your go-to genres if we are having... A like Saturday date day to a bookstore. What are the areas of the bookstore that you're going to go to first? So if the goal is to walk out of the store with something, I'm honestly probably going to head to like late, like political nonfiction, stuff like that. Uh, That tends to be more, more where my interests lie and like where my mind is between nine to five in in a given day. So I'm a little a little more tuned into those new releases just because I follow the authors on Twitter because they're journalists kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm looking for a new like world to get lost in, it's always fantasy. Uh, N.K. Jemison is mm-hmm. one of my favorite authors, and I really need to read more than the one, the three books of hers that I've read. I believe in you. I bought so many of them, and I just haven't <laughs> read them. It's such a recent it's, print. It's, <laughs> It's just so much easier to not read. Um, I, that's true. I feel like I shouldn't be saying that. No, you're good. This week I have done very little reading because you know what's so much easier? Taking a nap. Naps are so good. Naps too, are so good. Thing. Um, but the th- the series that I've like spent the most time in and invested the m- most of my time into is the Jack Reacher series. They're just easy, pulpy action novels that. You know, we are great for a plane, great for a subway ride. Sure. That's where I read most of them was my three weeks in London uh, in college. Um, I know we talked about this a bit when you were on your last episode. First repeat guest. Woo-woo! Uh, <laughs> will probably be the most frequent repeat guest because you live with me and it's easy to force you into things. I was going to say it because I can't say no. <laughs> Um, yeah, it it was in your vows, probably. Um, so I know we talked about this a bit in that episode since it was our, like, favorite of multiple categories of 2020. Uh, but do you want to briefly highlight one or two of the books that were your favorite from 2020? I think this was the only one I read, so I, I, I legitimately don't remember what I put on the list. As I was saying, do you ever, you're mid-sentence and you're like, I can't stop my mouth from forming the words, but I can tell it's bad in my brain. As I was saying it, I was remembering that you did put all of your LSAT study books on. Right, because that was all I did. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah. I think if I were to check my list, I don't even. This might have been a 2019 read. I, I don't oh, even no. remember. <laughs> so, note to self: definitely make Nick reread this before we record the next episode. Are you pulling up your list to check? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It was a 2019 read. The only book I read last year was at Disney's Land. Oh, yeah. You liked that one. But I read or saw 72 movies for the first nice. time. <laughs> um, okay. And then what? So let's talk about Velocipaster. No, we aren't. I, am not, I don't need that kind of negativity in my life right now. Oh, lordy. Um, <laughs> I usually also ask about like your... Last read, your current read, and your next read. Partially because that is a big thing on the Bookstagram community. Is There's a lot of posts about that. Uh, it's a lot of stacks of three books. Uh, and I know you have a current read. And I know you probably don't know necessarily what your next read is going to be. But do you want to talk about your current read and what your last read was? Sure. So my last read was Blue Moon by Lee Child, which was the... They He puts out a book every year uh, in the Jack Reacher series, and I think this was the 2019 book, because I'm still a book behind. I thought you were going to say what number of book it was, and I was like, they're right there. You want to count them? <laughs> One, two, three. No. Um, <laughs> my current read is uh, Everybody Has a Podcast Except You by the McElroy Brothers. He's we doing my research for me. Yeah, and it turns out that I <laughs> know most, th- most of the things already. Yeah. Just by guessing and just by listening to so many podcasts i do listen to a lot of podcasts yeah. like that, that that is my primary form of entertainment they're my books mm-hmm. for sure we've been doing this for 20 minutes i know surely it's been longer than that <laughs> no. it is nine surely <laughs> oh my gosh oh we're so tired what do you talk about for an hour <laughs> La- you know, time, suddenly, I don't know. Last time I had nine <laughs> things to talk about. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's so this warm in here. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> um, <laughs> moving right along here. Uh, I often ask about most anticipated new releases for the year as well. Do you I, have any books that you know are coming out this year? Or I generally don't know when books are coming out until about two weeks out. Like that, that, that seems to be when people announce them and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to be ready for that. When I start weeks. talking about them. And, yeah. And then about a month later, I'm like, oh yeah, that came out. Yeah. That's definitely fair. Do you have any books maybe on our shelves that you are just most excited to try and get to this year? Yeah, definitely. Um, as I said, I bought a bunch of N.K. Jemison books when I got mm-hmm. back from Korea because I really wanted to get to those. Uh, so The Hundred Thousand Kingdoms, which is the first of a duology that I really want to get to. I've read the first five pages on a couple different occasions. Um, so I'd love to get to that duology. Uh, the City We Became is N.K. Jemison's latest book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to get to that. That one's on my list, too. Yeah. Yeah. It just... It's one of those, I feel like I always either get made fun of or make fun of myself. Both, equal doses of both. Um, But for a reader and someone who is so a part of the bookish side of the internet, I go into a lot of books blind. Um, 
And that's just kind of one that I know, like, really rough bits about the story. Like, it, this is roughly what happens type thing. Um, but other than that, I just had seen the hype. And I'm like, okay, that Nick already bought that. It's on our shelf. I will have that on my list of sure. books I should get to eventually. Yeah, definitely. It's easier to justify doing that when it's already on your shelf. Yeah, you know, I I try and do that for you. That's, that's what I it works out want to help me. out. Yeah. Uh, so books with a lot of hype around them. Look at that segue. I'm so oh wow. Pay, where have you been me, reading? I, I everyone has a podcast except you. By the pay by the me the Brothers? big bucks. Wow. Oh, wow. Whom is she? <laughs> uh, I just really want to be friends with the McElroy wives so badly. I know you do. I, the McElroy I wives really and the tri-wives. think we would get along. Mm-hmm. I know. And yeah, in the, the tri-wives, the, the wives and partners of the tri-guys. I just, I really think we would get along is the thing. It's fine, though. Anyway, I'm not really, really missing human interaction with people that I'm not married to. So what was the last book that you read because it was just so hyped up that really lived up to the hype and the last one that really didn't? Um, so the last book that really lived up to the hype, it's tough because I am very tangentially plugged into the bookstagram I was going to say, that's not how you choose reads very often. No, I, I, when I was last really into reading was when I was in Korea. It's when I had the most free time and the most just like when I was at my most hermit-esque, just kind of cozied up with a book every night. The time zone was rough or yeah, the time difference was, was rough. For sure. Um, so, I mean, in the... Disney community, Disney's land was pretty hyped and that definitely lived up to what I had hoped for, hoped mm-hmm. it to be. Um, uh, the fifth season by Anna K. Jemison, the first in that series, uh, it won all the awards kind of thing. Like, so it was, it was good in that sense. I didn't know it won the awards when I picked it, picked it up. I don't even remember why I picked it up. Um, but it's, was that your first book from her that she, that you picked yeah. up? Like I, said, I legitimately don't know why I picked it up. I want to say it was, uh, you know, a, another podcast I was listening to, but it wasn't. I don't, I genuinely don't remember why I heard of her or this series, but it won all the awards. So I read it first. As far as books that didn't live up to the hype, <laughs> the one recommendation I've ever taken from Bookstagram. Yeah. I, well, this was from when you were listening to podcasts, right? You were listening to. It, it, I, it did not come up in podcast. It was just the most interesting looking book i had seen on books the couple of bookstagram accounts i follow on instagram which is weird because most of those are me yeah i (laughs) that and ones that are specifically tied in with cute little animals fair um but black leopard red wolf that was a mistake like it was just i i legitimately don't have an opinion of it other than it wasn't for me Mm-hmm. Like it is really tough to say it's a bad book because I don't think it is. Sure, I think it just was not for me. It uh, did the thing that did you ever read Last of the Mohicans? You know, I didn't. That's one of those that I had barely even heard about mm-hmm. until everyone started talking about books they read in high school, and I was like, I 
that's, that was not on our list. I mean, you're in good company. I don't think anybody actually read it in high school, <laughs> even if it was assigned. Um, Fair. But the main character goes by like 16 different names in that book. He's Deerstalker and other names that I don't remember because I <laughs> tried to read it. And I was going to say, because you also didn't read it Before my freshman year of high school. Um, and same thing kind of happens in this book where I just like staring at it, trying to figure out who's talking in a given scene. Oh, it's okay. It's the main character. Cool. Um, and just meandered and then went very fast and then it didn't. And it was just all over the goddamn place. It had a mythology that I could not follow for the life of me. No glossary in the back. Very upsetting. <laughs> Maybe it even did. And it was that. Like, that was oh, like, no. The thing I like about fantasy is that it, that combined with the glossary and a map, it just unfurls the world as it tells this very linear story typically mm -hmm. and this one i just could not crack like it's none of it made sense to me and i feel like that would be one thing if it was me having that problem as someone who just doesn't read fantasy very often you know where i think if i was to go into a fantasy book and say i just wasn't quite able to wrap my head around that and i couldn't quite understand the world I would feel like that was more of a me thing. Like m maybe my brain just wasn't quite wired for that type of fantasy yet, or sure. I hadn't worked up to that. Mm -hmm. But it is interesting because like you said, you read a fair amount of fantasy when, when, you're, read, when yeah. you're doing your reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just, it just didn't click with me. Maybe I'll give it another shot sometime down the line, but honestly, probably not. Definitely fair. It was <laughs> just quietly it, crosses that one off of her uh, unread books. You would <laughs> no. not like it. <laughs> I know, I know. You you have told me that before. <laughs> um, but no, it was just in every book stack, every single like picture associated with Bookstagram that I saw. Because it is a beautiful cover, mm -hmm. and the book flap makes it sound very interesting. Even the spine, like it's mm -hmm. just stunning to look yeah. at. It is a perfect book for Bookstagram. Yeah, and I just. I, I did not enjoy it. Hmm. Yeah, that's definitely fair. So, kind of shifting a little bit to binge watches. And I feel like this is more okay. like right up your alley. Sure, sure, sure. I, I mentioned binge watches in the intro to the podcast. I, I have to bring them up every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> did you? You didn't actually do your like typical intro. Oh, it's pre-recorded. Huh. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. I learned things. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I pre-recorded it, like, for my mom's episode, I think. So, really? Like, forever ago. Yeah. Interesting. So that I wouldn't have to keep saying it, because I, I feel really awkward. I mean, it would be, damn, even worse doing it in the same room with you. Yeah, But I feel sure. weird having someone on the Zoom call and be like, I'm going to stare at you while I say these words now. I do still do that with the outro. I, I listen to whole podcasts where they just don't let the guests talk for 10 minutes. Uh, Las Culturistas mm -hmm. famously <laughs> leave their uh, guests just on mute, like like laughing to themselves as they <laughs> talk about Taylor Swift uh, for 10, 10, 15 minutes before. Like it is, I've it, heard it a is few an aggressively long, of long amount like of time. That. It cracks me up. 
Despite the fact that their name is in the episode description, (laughs) if not in the title. It's like uh, YouTubers when they're like, you'll never guess what we're doing in today's episode. It's a total surprise. You're not going to know until the end. And it's like, (laughs) bitch, I saw the title and the thumbnail. (laughs) Whole reason I clicked on it. Right. Oh, anyway. uh, What have been a couple of your favorite, maybe of all time if you want to, or just recent uh, binge watches? I can think of one <laughs> that I guess it might not be a binge watch because we watched it every week. But <laughs> sure. It's like, I was like, I'm trying to think of stuff that I didn't talk about because I had like five TV series that I brought up on our last episode. Yeah, totally as the fair. first repeat guest. Oh, my <laughs> First gosh. returning guest, first returning champion. <laughs> Do you um, want me to, to like make you a certificate? That'd be nice. I'm just okay. it's a little bit of recognition. <laughs> I don't get why that's such a big ask. Treat all your guests like this. Maybe this is why I'm the first returning guest. (laughs) Wow. Okay. We got beef now. We are fighting. Uh, You're on the couch. I get the comfy bed to myself. No, it's so comfy. (laughs) We got a new bed. We're very excited about it. Anyway. uh, So, yeah, we watched WandaVision. uh, All nine episodes for nine straight weeks. It's The last episode, we literally stayed up late enough to watch it on Thursday night before yeah, we, going to bed. We started it three minutes early. I don't want to brag, but like we were just on it. They hadn't even <laughs> we changed. We were on the ball. They hadn't even changed the episode title to the series finale. It was just like episode nine. It's true. Yeah, we were just on it before everybody we else. We were just, we're so cool. Yeah, I mean, we are. <laughs> we knew that if we were waiting up that late, we had to get it before Disney Plus crashed because everyone else was, <laughs> like, because before everyone else was uh, either waking back up to watch it or trying to watch it right. on, in their time zones. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the most like excited I've been about a television series. In oh, the last, yeah. like, I had no expectations coming in. I was like, this just looks weird and it's Marvel. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. But I mean, like, I, I can't think of anything that was like this much like water cooler talk or like virtual water cooler talk since, as much like, as it can be yeah. lost like it, it was just like no, nothing was yeah. drawing so much like crazy fan theories i that i can remember or at least i was a part of it just dominated <laughs> social media in a way i haven't seen in forever i mean it was the i think it was the weekly nature of it all that yeah. really just kind of drove it like and I, it, it was a double-edged sword for them because they got <laughs> inundated with crazy fan theories that it could not <laughs> so possibly many, live up to so many fan theories <laughs> yeah oh mephisto oh r.i.p i get it because he's the devil well i'm so tired <laughs> oh boy oh we sound so nerdy right now <clears throat> it's fine I, I guess the bachelor we usually watch every week but not like yeah it's not the but, same i feel like no. you know i feel like that one i watch because I watch it with my girlfriends or like Drag Race. We try to watch when it's yeah, on every week. Dra- Drag Race was uh, was our big but, like weekly watch. And yeah. honestly, the fact that WandaVision supplanted it was yeah. like a testament to WandaVision in and of itself. Seriously. Also partially because there's two simultaneous uh, series of RuPaul's Drag Race airing at the same sure, time. Sure, sure. It's Team, very confusing for yeah, me. Yeah, Team Bimini. Oh, absolutely. We just lost like... All of our audience talking about Drag Race. Everyone's uh, on the like, side, "Oh my god!" On the bright side, we know all of our audience, so we I know can just we make can them watch like- it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say we can just give them a timestamp of when we stop talking about Drag Race. 
I haven't gotten to the chapter of the book yet that's like what to do when your podcast is unlistenable. <laughs> I have needed that chapter so many times. Sassily takes a takes a sip of her drink. Is there any other way? Oh, there is not. Oh, but it was especially sassy because I had the I had the pinky up, you know. But it wasn't like a polite pinky up. It was a sassy pinky up. You could tell. Can, uh, for for our YouTube watchers, can you show the difference between a sassy and, and a polite? <laughs> oh, oh, it is on. Okay, so polite, <laughs> polite. It's like it's here. It's it's just kind of dainty, and you're like, you sure, take yep. take your little sip. Mm-hmm. Sassy is like it is out there. It is proud. It is like calling attention to itself, wow. and it usually is accompanied with the raised eyebrows and the like, <laughs> you know. Sure. Okay. So yeah. so it seems like the sassy pinky is a little bit more like it's more <laughs> like a full facial feature as well. I mean, the the face helps. Sure. There was there was a difference in the pinky. <laughs> play it play it back. <laughs> Show it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, no one is going to listen to this episode. <laughs> They're going to listen to it for a little bit. That, that first part was good. Next episode, I don't know. Yeah, oh yeah, no. They're going to be like, oh God, it's that guy again? Jesus. Oh my gosh. Okay. I think we need to wrap it up, if only for our sanity. Um, do you have... <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm tired. Oh, we're gonna sleep so hard. Sleep sounds so good. Okay. Uh, We're we're out of alcohol, so I think we're contractually obligated to finish the series. That's just ice melt. Don't look at it. (laughs) I was gonna say, I think I have like two, two and a half sips left. It is melted ice at this point, though. I did notice that in my last sip. Uh, Do you have any other thoughts? Any other uh, book? Projects I want to promote or... Well, I was going to ask you to plug stuff in a minute. Thank you. Yeah. You can follow my Instagram that gets updated annually. What about your Twitter? You're on Twitter all the time. It is locked for very good reason. Ugh. Um, what What about... Uh, you can follow his TikTok that he doesn't do anything on. He just... He likes things a lot. Yeah. I th- I, are those public? I don't even know. I don't think so. Okay. Um, uh, I can't think of anything else other than Facebook. (laughs) I feel like the goof would be like, find him on LinkedIn. (laughs) I've spent the last year applying to law schools and thus making my social media presence as non-existent as I could make it. That's fair. Well, that's boring. What am I going to put in the show notes as far as, as far as following you? You can follow Jenna at tackling TBR, <laughs> tackling underscore TBR. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think it's time to close out the podcast. <laughs> I think it's time. Uh, you can email me through the podcast anytime at the same page pod at gmail.com. If you have any books you think we should read for the podcast, any questions, collaboration requests, if you've read any of the upcoming books and you had favorite parts or questions that you wanted included, send me an email, send me a message on Instagram. I would love for you folks to be a part of those discussions with my guests and I. Uh, if you want to reach out to me specifically, like my lovely husband here said you can find me on instagram at tackling underscore tbr as well as my full blog that hosts all of my reviews tours all that jazz uh at tackling tbr.home.blog uh and as for the podcast you can find and connect with us on instagram at the same page podcast 
on Twitter at the same page pod. And you can find and connect with us on both Facebook and YouTube just by searching for the same page podcast. And then the last thing I always say is if you are listening to the episodes and you like what you hear, thank you. That is very nice of you, especially if you made it this far into this one. Oh my gosh. Uh, really took some turns. It took some turns. It woo. People are going to think we were just really drunk. We're not. We're just no, so okay. tired. Um. Anyway, yes, thank you. Please do not think that this wild episode with my husband is going to be the norm. Um, but it might be. <laughs> if you would like to consider heading to Apple Podcasts or Amazon Music, wherever it is you are listening to the podcast and subscribing with a B, subscribing, leaving a positive uh, rating and even leaving your thoughts in a review. It only takes a minute or two, but it really helps small shows like this get introduced to people who aren't my mom. Five stars, please. (laughs) And with that hot mess of an hour perhaps less we'll we'll see what that looks like a tight edited 20 minutes (laughs) it's like a 10 minute trailer (laughs) uh and with that nick unless he runs away will probably be back next week to talk about this book that he chose i've got to talk about all the goat sacrifices and what they mean for our relationship for our relationship specifically Oh, I'm going to need a lot a lot of wine for that. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Well, with that, uh, we are off. Bye. Bye. <laughs>